Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for two more hours. Thank you to everybody who hung out for the first two. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard and everybody listening all across North America. You can always tune in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can lock in. How? On your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You can tune in on Sirius XM channel 158. And if you got a smart speaker, just ask it to play cbs sports radio if you want to talk to me great i want to talk to you we got a number here 855-2124-CBS and you can find me i'm on the internet i'm on twitter instagram at jr sport brief if you're driving don't look it up and uh hello to uh james capanero he asks me are you from rochester new york me too nice shout out to rochester no, James, I'm I'm from downstate in New York City, also living in Atlanta, and that's where I'm from. I'm here in Rochester for something amazing. Look at my social media. Oh, he did. Thank you, James. Appreciate you. Looking at all my photos here. Hey, thank you to Mike Danger, Gene Battaglia here, 95.7 The Fan in Rochester. I, I appreciate you guys for the hospitality, and I like it here in Rochester. Everybody's so friendly. It's about to be like zero degrees in about a day, but who cares? Everybody's so warm. They make up for it. And speaking of warmth, in the next few minutes, I'm not going to be discussing warmth. In the next few minutes, I'm about to be cold as ice. Every single Wednesday night into Thursday morning, I do something that's a lot of fun. I bring you a new top six list. I identify something going on in the world of sports. And I decide to give you a a, a list of six. And why six? Sounds weird, JR. Why you don't do top ten? Why you don't do top five? Everybody else does it. I'm different. I do what I want. I'm like Cartman from South Park. I do what I want. Except for I'm not short. I'm not a cartoon. And I'm not from Colorado. And so tonight... With a new top six list, coaching has been a theme in in sports right now. You got Jacques Vaughn, right? Jacques Vaughn becomes the 
the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. The interim tag is knocked off, and it's his job now. As a matter of fact, Jacques Vaughn getting this job after Steve Nash got the boot. Even Jacques Vaughn is finding, I guess, some humor in it. He's like, yeah, sure, I wasn't the the first choice, but I'm here anyway. I guess I was the, uh, was that the write-in candidate in, in the uh, minds of... Uh of elections right now, but uh, I'm okay with that. I, I said to my wife, I might have not been her for, first choice, and uh, we've, we've been together 20 years, so, you know, it could all work out, so um, off we go. Sounds like a loser. <laughs> I'm sorry, but damn. It's not something you admit publicly. Maybe, I guess, when you've made million, millions of dollars and you've had a 10-year NBA career, it's not like he was a star, but damn, you sound like a loser. If I ever meet him, I'm going to tell him that, too. Anyway, coaching is a theme, not just in the NBA with the Brooklyn Nets, but we know this with the Indianapolis Colts. Jim Ursay, on day three, he's still out here defending his hiring of Jeff Saturday, who has no prior coaching experience, even though he played at a high level, won a Super Bowl. Jim Ursay still telling everybody, yeah, I picked him. He's my guy. I've never hired a losing head coach. We're the fourth winningest team in the league. It's not about belief. It's about fact. What we've done, we're better than most all. It's that simple. Our record proves it over a period of time. So you don't have to believe much when it's there in black and white, you know. And the thing I'd say, you know, Al Davis has always been my biggest influencer in terms of football. I mean, Shula, Paul Brown, Tex Ram, yes, but Al was always number one. And if Al was here and you'd say, hey, Al, why do you think Jeff is going to be successful? He'd say three words. He's not scared. I've never hired a losing head coach, even though right now I sound like a loser. What a guy. I hope it works out for him. I do. I don't. What do I care? It's the Colts. I don't care if they win. I don't care if they lose. Just good for them. He does sound like a loser when he says that. Let's play that beginning part one more time. I want to laugh. I've never hired a losing head coach. We're the fourth winningest team in the league. It's not about belief. It's about fact. Okay. All right. We get it. We get it. (laughs) Sounds like a loser. I've never hired a When you have to run around and tell everybody, like, what you've done over the past forever, you just sound like a loser. Well, now... It's going to be time for a new top six list. And unfortunately, it's going to continue on with that theme of of coaching. I'm going to give you a personal list. I'm going to give you some of the worst head coaching jobs ever. The worst head coaching performances ever. Some of these head coaches are some of the best to ever do it as an overall. But they've had some years. They've had some experiences where you just go, man, what the hell were you doing? You should have been fired. You should have never had the job. You should have been given the boot. And so let's not waste any time. It's time for a top six list of the worst coaching performances ever. Six, It's time to get JR's latest top six list, only on the JR Sport Brief. 
That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's time for a new top six list. Worst coaching jobs ever. Worst coaching performances ever. How about we start you off here at this number? Number six. This personally hurt my soul. I like the New York Jets. I love them. They suck, but I love them. I'm a masochist, but I still love them. There was a point in time when the New York Jets hired a head coach who only got a job, I guess, because he used to wash Peyton Manning's underwear. I I don't know how he got this job. I'm talking about Adam Gase. This man was a head coach with the Miami Dolphins after he washed Peyton Manning's underwear. That's a joke, by the way. I don't need no lawsuits. Adam Gase then gets a job with the New York Jets. Let me help you out here. Adam Gase had a losing record with the Dolphins. The New York Jets decide to hire a loser as their head coach. That's what happens when you are a loser organization. So the New York Jets bring this guy on, and he stinks. Of course he does. The record year after year gets worse. You want to know why Sam Darnold stunk? Well, look at one of the reasons here. His name is Adam Gase. In 2022, he went 2-14. and 14. And they get to the end of the season, and you know, you, you, you try everything. You start pulling out fifth graders from the stands to call plays because you're on borrowed time. And so Adam Gase, at the end of the season... He basically told the reporters for the Jets, he's just like, yeah, I let Dow Loggins, uh, offensive help guy, call the plays. Except for the media was watching him the whole game and realized, wait a minute. This man is not even calling plays. He's talking to another coach and Adam Gase is trying to explain. And he's like, well, he was calling the plays and then he got caught in a lie. And then they gave him the boot. Listen to Adam Gase try to explain what the hell he's doing as a head coach. We've done the same thing the last four games. We were watching Dowell for the whole game. He wasn't doing anything. I mean, he was just standing there. He he tells me it's not hard. This is not hard. We go through it, the, the drive before. Hey, these are the three plays. I do the third downs. So what happens after the three plays when you have a series? Because we were watching one where Dow was talking to Frank Pollock. He wasn't calling the plays you were. What part of the game was it? I want to say that was the third quarter. Yeah, when we got down, then I I was trying to do some of the two-minute stuff. The, the two-minute stuff. This idiot also admitted that, yeah, I got I got three plays that I just run, and after that I figure it out. What do you do? What, do, what happens if you go on a drive? What, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, I got three plays. I'm just going to run them regardless of what happens. Is that what Peyton Manning taught you? I'm sure he did it. It's funny how you just get a job by being Peyton Manning's, uh, you know, quarterback coach. What a bunch of nonsense. You want to talk about one of the worst head coaching performances 10 years ever? Adam Gates, number six on the list. What do we got next? Number five. What are the odds? (laughs) What are the odds that the other coach is also a former Jets coach. What are the odds that this guy also coached the Buffalo Bills? 
What are the odds that he is one of the funniest dudes on television? I hear about him. I don't really watch, but I see him. It's Rex Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. He he took the New York Jets to two AFC title games. I can't take that away from him. But he was also extremely bombastic. He was extremely eccentric. Whether he wanted to yell about getting snacks or whether he wanted to just always hype his guys up, there came a point in time where he wasn't a coach, but so much a mascot. Yeah, we know about your defense, man. What about the offense? What about the whole team? And then things started getting weird with Rex Ryan. There was a point in time at the end of his tenure with the Jets around uh, 2013-14 where a video went viral. A video that was supposed to remain private was found on the internet and went public. It happened to be Rex Ryan's wife with her feet outside of a car in a parking lot and the voice on the other side of the camera sounded like Rex Ryan. Imagine walking into a room, a press conference, where everyone is going to ask you about your uh, extracurricular activities. This is what it would sound like. Mr. Ryan, did you and your wife make the foot fetish videos? All right, well, you know, obviously I knew, you know, these questions, you know, this question's coming and things. It's, you know, this is a personal matter, and I'm not going to discuss it. Can you confirm if that was you and your your wife in that video? Again, you know, this is is a personal matter. I just think that a lot of people, if this is your wife in the paper, a lot of people have commented... It's his wife. It's kind of cool that he has a fetish with his wife's feet. You know, and I understand, you know, I'm going to get asked this question front ways, sideways, back ways, all this. It's, it it is a personal, it's a personal matter. Yo, I need to find, I'm going to do my own personal investigation to find out who the last reporter was. And yes, this was almost, I don't know, eight years ago. Hey, there's some people that probably think it's pretty cool that you have a fetish for your wife's feet. Whoa. Whoa. Could you imagine showing up to work and you're sitting in a meeting and people are going, hey, is that you? Is that you and your wife? Whoa. Mr. Ryan, did you and your wife make the foot fetish videos? Oh, my goodness. Hey, Rex Ryan is still on TV. He's on ESPN. His wife also had a tattoo of Mark Sanchez. I mean, goodness gracious. Let's move on. I I, I just, well, don't move on yet. (laughs) What world are we living in? And why are you putting that on the internet for? (laughs) He should have been like, yeah, I got a foot fetish. Leave me alone. Anyway, let's move on. It's... It, it is a personal, it's a personal matter. Number four. <laughs> Number four. You want to talk about some of the worst coaching jobs ever? One of the worst coaching tenures ever? One of the worst performances? What about getting a job that you just decide to quit 
What about having a job and then you suck at it and then you just, you're not even man enough to tell your team that you quit. You leave like a, a note, a laminated note in their locker to say, I'm out. Bye. My friends in Georgia know who it is. It's Bobby Petrino. He thought he was going to coach Mike Vick. And Mike Vick had his own uh, major personal issues where he was incarcerated. And Bobby Petrino was just like, man, I ain't doing this. He went from Mike Vick to Joey Harrington. I guess that was enough of a punishment. And so with a record of 3-10, and ten, he quit. He decided to go to Arkansas where he ultimately got fired there because he was putting a woman who wasn't his wife on his motorcycle and then he was lying. It's just... He seems like an interesting individual. Arthur Blank is a nice guy, a classy guy. And I want you to hear Arthur Blank and Rich McKay from the Falcons years ago. This is courtesy of the Associated Press. Arthur Blank sounded as ticked off as you possibly could about paying this guy money and he quit. I think the best way to describe the way that um, we feel is betrayed and uh, and let down. Blank and Team GM Rich McKay spent more than an hour answering questions from reporters. They could offer little explanation for why Petrino decided to jump ship. He was frustrated by the pro game and more comfortable in the college game. And he was also uh, emphasizing to me, I think, that uh, it, w- it was having an, uh, what he thought was a very tough impact on his family. Uh, excuse me? He thought coaching the Falcons was having a tough impact on his family. Well, what about the woman he was riding around on a motorcycle with that wasn't his wife that he lied about? Did that have a tough impact on his family or am I making that up? (laughs) Very tough impact on his family. Yeah, well, ask. let's find out what happened at Arkansas. Oh, yeah, I was on a motorcycle. It was an accident. I was by myself. Oh, oh, the lady I was working with. Yeah, she was on a motorcycle with me. Very tough impact on his family. I I forgot that part. Let's keep it moving. Bobby Petrino, awful coaching job. I have him at four. Who's this? Number three. Oh, this is someone else who uh, couldn't keep himself to himself if you get my drift. Oh, This is someone who just went to the NBA Finals. Oh, this is someone who was, I guess, in a a long-term relationship with child with Nia Long. And, oh, he was sleeping with someone in the organization. It's Ime Udoka. This man went from living in a deluxe apartment in the sky, and now he's underneath the bridge. So much so that even Matt Barnes looked at Ime Udoka and was just like, yeah, yeah, that's my guy. We got to give him a break. And then he found out what happened. He's just like, oh, no, no. What he did was was terrible. Listen to Matt Barnes tell it. Without knowing all the facts, I spoke on Ime Udoka's defense. And after finding out the facts after I spoke, I erased what I posted because this situation in Boston is deep. It's messy. It's a hundred times uglier than any of us thought. And that's why I erased what I said. Uh, some things happened that I can't condone, I can't back. And it's not my place to tell you what happened. If it ends up coming out, it ends up coming out. 
Yeah, well, he was sleeping with somebody in the organization that he wasn't supposed to. He was told to stop, and he didn't stop. This man went from coaching in the NBA Finals to coaching as many games as you and me. None. Even the Brooklyn Nets pretty much told, hey, man, you got to stay away from that guy. It's like the Brooklyn Nets enjoy uh, these type of relationships. The relationships where you bring people in and they embarrass you. Some people know what I'm talking about. Anyway, Ime Udoka, you want to talk about a terrible coaching tenure? What a way to end his. That's why I have him at number three. What do we got next? Number two. You know, I wish this next dude nothing but the best. This man is actually in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best coaches ever. He ain't need to be no coach recently. I'm talking about Tony La Russa. He just turned 78 years old. Unfortunately, he's dealing with some health issues. I wish him nothing but the best. He shouldn't have been coaching in the first place. Jerry Reinsdorf brings him in and he's like, hey, you coach the team. And he does. And he's already ruffling feathers. Although they were having a winning record, remember when Yerman Mercedes, they were they were beaten up, I think, on the, the Minnesota Twins? And then Yerman is just like, all right, I'm swinging anyway. Like, after the game, his teammates didn't care that he was swinging in a blowout. But Tony La Russa was like throwing his own guy under the bus. Tony La Russa had no problem that the Minnesota Twins were trying to throw at his own player. He was like... He, he needs to he needs to learn a lesson. Listen to this. He made a mistake. So, you know, there'll be a consequence that he has to uh, endure here uh, within our family. Uh, but, uh, you know, it won't happen again because, you know, Joe will be on the lookout and I will be too. And we'll go running in front of the pitcher. We have to. Man. It's only La Russa. Harsh. What's even worse is when he was falling asleep in a dugout this year. I hope it's not health related, but I know this much. It's definitely age related. He should have never gotten the job anyway. One of the greatest, most successful managers ever had one of the worst tenures ever as he returned to the White Sox. Get well soon, though. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm giving you my personal list of some of the worst coaching jobs and performances ever. When we come back, it's very, very simple. I'm going to give you number one. Don't move. Number one on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Mr. Ryan, did you and your wife make the foot fetish videos? You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're such a man of the people, though. You take more calls than any sports personality I've ever known. And to take words out of your mouth, pardon me, we appreciate you, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. 
It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, bringing you a new top six list. It's what I do every single Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Tonight is no different. Coaching has been a big theme in the world of sports right now. We have coaches who have quit. We have coaches who have been fired. We have coaches who have jobs with no experience. It runs the gamut. And so I've given you a top six list, a personal list, of some of the worst coaching jobs we've ever seen. Some of the worst coaching performances and tenures that that we've witnessed. This is my list. Let me give you a recap before I give you numero uno. At number six, I gave you Adam Gase. I have no idea how this man became the head coach of the New York Jets. He was a quarterback's coach for, for Peyton Manning. And then he gets to the Jets, and he shows that he is a complete disaster. At the end of his tenure, he's out here lying to the media. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 Dow was calling the plays, his, his assistant. He's like, he was calling the plays. They're like, we were watching him the whole game, and he was, like, sitting on the toilet. He was not calling plays. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. And number five, I gave you another Jets coach, Rex Ryan. Imagine having a press conference where the first question is, did you and your wife make the foot fetish video? Excuse me? Mr. Ryan, did you and your wife make the foot fetish videos? Like, come on. Rex Ryan was a good defensive coordinator, but a head coach. He really became a distraction. Keep those videos. Well, don't make them at all. No, do what you want. Well, I don't have advice. I don't know what I'm saying. At number four, I gave you Bobby Petrino. He thought he was going to coach Mike Vick. He ended up with Joey Harrington. He ended up quitting 13 games into the season, and he didn't even tell his guys, hey, guys, I'm leaving. I ain't doing this. He left a note in their locker. This is like uh, someone who says, hey, I'm going to go get some candy. I'll be back in an hour, and they never come back. Bobby Petrino left. And he went to Arkansas, and then he found someone to sleep with that wasn't his wife. Anyway, at number three, I gave you Ime Udoka. Oh, maybe he learned a thing or two from Bobby Petrino. This man went from the NBA Finals, and then he went to some place where he had no business going, and now he has no job. And is he going to get one in the future? Probably. But the Brooklyn Nets just just had to pass over him because he's still toxic. You want to talk about terrible coaching jobs? How about at number two, I gave you Tony La Russa. Unfortunately, he's not in the best of health. He just turned 78. He should have never had the job. He almost made Yaron Mercedes retire. He almost made the guy cry. He didn't even have the back of his own young player. This man was in the minors for like almost a decade. He gets to the bigs. He's swinging, at hitting home runs and blowouts, and LaRusse is just like, yeah, if he, if he dies, he dies. If the other team wants to hit him, they want to hit him. Good, he'll learn. Like, whoa. And then icing on the cake was forgetting some of the rules, not knowing some of the rules this past season, and also falling asleep in a dugout. Maybe it's as a result of his declining health. I hope not. But it was still a poor performance nonetheless for someone who was already in the Hall of Fame. And so, where does that leave us? If I have to talk about some of the worst coaching jobs and performances ever, that leaves us with this number. Number one. It was only about a year ago 
that the NFL had a head coach in the league who did not deserve to be there. That the NFL had a head coach that, of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars and Shad Khan decided to bring in, even though he had no experience at the professional level. He won championships in college, one at Florida, one at Ohio State. But then Shad Khan thought that was enough experience to just give him the keys to the castle. And what a disaster that turned out to be. How about you get a head coach in who hires a strength and conditioning coach who was basically accused of being a racist? Yeah, what a, what a nice way to start off your tenure. Let's hire him. What about bringing in a head coach who decided to give Tim Tebow another shot at tight end? What a distraction that was. What about an NFL head coach who wanted to tell his teams in practice that they were winners and losers of practice? What about saying the same thing to your coaches, reminding your coaches that you're the boss, that you're a winner, and that they're losers? What about allegedly kicking your kicker? And I guess this is to top it all off. What about losing a Thursday night football game in Cincinnati, close to where you used to coach in college? Sending the team back home on the plane, you stay behind, you go to your bar, your own bar, and then you're caught on video with a young woman, a college-aged woman, in your lap who is not your wife, after a loss, while your team is on the plane back home. I think we all know who number one is. One of the worst coaching jobs ever is by Urban Meyer, formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I am never going to forget this press conference where he told everyone what we already knew, that he was stupid, stupid, stupid. This is him apologizing for hanging out with that young lady in his bar that was not his wife. Had a very uh, pointed conversation with him, uh, owning a stupid mistake that I made, uh, and that uh, the job of a coach is to, number one, health and safety of a player. Number two is motivate him and bring out the greatness in him. And number three is uh, give him everything possible to be successful and have a great locker room. And then get the heck out of the way. And I apologize for distraction with a huge week coming up. Man, the writing was on the wall. He didn't regain the trust of anybody. And every week there was something new. The coaches kicking the kicker. It just went on and on. He didn't even make it through a full season. Shot Khan had his back. Oh, I believe he can regain the trust of the locker room. And then he still had to fire him. After 13 games. It's crazy. Time flies. That was almost, almost a year ago. Urban Meyer. One of the worst coaching jobs ever. And I got him at number one. Now he's on TV. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. There have been other individuals who have done terrible when it comes down to coaching. How about Kurt Rambis? What a disaster that was. Oh, my God, if I remember correctly, there was a game in in, in Madison Square Garden. Larry Brown with the Knicks, this man had the exit on a stretcher. Did Stephon Marbury drive him that crazy? There have been a lot 
of great coaches, even great ones, who've had some terrible experiences. The phone lines are open to you right now. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What have been some of the worst coaching jobs ever? Which coaches have just laid out some of the worst performances? I just gave you six, and I got Urban Meyer at number one. I'm going to take your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Man, first of all, you know, I just want to start off by saying I respect you a lot and I love your show and everything that you do. So just want to say mad love and love everything that you do. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. The Los Angeles Lakers are 2 and 9. The Clippers just beat them 114 of 101. LeBron James and he leaves. He's injured somewhere. Oh, my. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. Are we going to have to put LeBron James in the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers category? Maybe John Sally, who said that he won't break Kareem's record. Maybe John Sally knows something. Here we go. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Tonight, I just gave you a new top six list. We looked at some of the worst coaching performances ever. And I gave you Urban Meyer at number one. Someone who came in and did a terrible job. Had an awful year. I don't care if they're a Hall of Fame coach. Did they did they crap the bed one year terribly? Let's hit the phone lines. Who's a head coach? Who's a manager that stands out to you for having a terrible, terrible year? John is calling from Pennsylvania. Hey, John, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my man? I just want to mention there's one coach that you didn't put up there, Steve Sperrier. I don't know who's worse, Steve Sperrier as a coach or Dan Snyder as an owner. Yeah, they hated each other's guts, Steve Spurrier, for his time with the, the at that point, the, the Washington Redskins, yes. Yeah, it's the worst two years being a Redskins fan. Okay. Well, thank you, John. Do you, you have anything in, in, in more detail you want to share about it? Uh, It, it was bad. It was a oh. bad two years being a Redskins fan. He knows not so well these days. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, John. John is a man of many words. Thank you for calling the radio and sharing. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go down to Atlanta. I'll be back. Keith, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Thanks so much for taking my call tonight, man. As always, sure. a great, great show. Loved all of the uh, 
selections that you had for that top six list, but an honorable mention that I definitely want to throw out there is uh, David Coley for the Houston Texans last year. Oh, no. Poor, yeah, poor guy, man. He was he was set up to fail from the start, but he really didn't do himself any favors by some of his in-game management last season and really kind of proved he was in over his head. Keith, you sat down and watched – Texans games? Are you okay? Are you like? Are, <laughs> well, our Falcons, our Falcons weren't that entertaining to watch last year either. So uh, you okay. know, I had to find some. Uh, I had to take solace. You know, misery loves company. So I had to, uh, you know, <laughs> find other ways, other outlets to to try to feel better about my own team. So you watched something that was worse. You know, it made me feel a little better about our Falcons. Although this season they're not playing terribly bad, based on all of the circumstances. No, touche. You know, this year is better for the Falcons. We we know that they still need a quarterback, but uh, even somehow, some way, with Cordell Patterson out, they they've still been able to kick everybody's ass with the run game. So yeah, they sure. better than what they did last year. Progress, progress. Right, right. But yeah, David Coeff, like I said, feel bad for the guy. He was kind of promoted to a position that he probably had no, you know, no oh, business yeah. kind of handling. He was so. he he was just quote unquote holding down the fort. Keith, I appreciate right. you for calling from Atlanta, man. Thanks so much, JR. Take care. No, no doubt. Of course. I can't wait to get back to Atlanta. Atlanta misses me, I think. Maybe. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Clark is calling from Mississippi. What's up, Clark? How you doing, JR? Thanks for taking my call, man. Sure. Uh, I just want to add an audible mention to this coach list. Uh John Gruden's tenure at the Raiders, man, that was that was uh, that was horrible. Uh, everything down from co- trading away one of the best pass rushers in the league to Khalil Mack, the Antonio Brown saga, and of course all the uh, ugly emails that came out of showing his true character. So I just want to say that was a uh, that was pretty bad for me. <laughs> no, I hear you, man. Especially now when you you you're suing you're suing the NFL, and it's just it's yeah, a bad situation. He's you a, would think he would just want to disappear, you know? <laughs> no, listen, you – some people, when they're going down, they want to go out of swinging, and he wants to get paid in the process, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, I, I thank no, you, that Clark. Was just an honorable, that was just an honorable mention I wanted to add. Appreciate you taking my call, JR. No doubt. Thank you, Clark. Yeah, I think I think John Gruden has shown what type of person he is. And then what was it, a few months ago, he was sitting down kind of uh, – Telling everybody I'm not a bad person. He goes to church. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, he went to church, right. Yeah. He's been married for 20-something years and all that, yeah. Right. He's like, I go to church. I've been married for 20 years. Let me put it to you this way. If you have to tell people you're not an awful person, just shut up and go away. Think about what the hell you've done. I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a bad guy. Who are you convincing? You trying to tell me or yourself? Sheesh. Alan is calling from Toronto. Hey, Alan, we're real close to each other right now. I can I can swim over Lake Ontario to see you, man. You excited? Yeah, you know, we used to have a ferry that went diagonally across Toronto to Rochester, 70 miles. If you drive there, it's 160 miles. But uh, I was on it once, as a matter of fact. I went to the Lilac Festival, and I went to... The Lilac. Frontier Field to see the Red Wings play, and uh, tell me, it's tell been me about the, for about twenty years. But uh, tell me about the Lilacs. Yeah, it was great. Uh, you know, all kinds of tulips everywhere, and uh, different types of flowers. And it was uh, Rochester's you, known for their for their are lilacs. You, 
I didn't know that. Are you are you a botanist? No, 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 no. I just uh, it, it was a tourist attraction. That's all. I looked for tourist attractions, and I decided okay. to uh, to go across the, the lake for it. Yeah, I like I like lilacs like and tulips, and I love all of that. But go ahead. Hugh Jackson, three oh. thirty six and one, and he frequently clashed with uh, with a front office with uh, Sassy Brown, and he clashed with uh, Baker Mayfield and. Uh, he was uh, he was fired on October the twenty ninth. Uh, they were two five and one in two thousand and eighteen. They went zero and sixteen in two thousand and seventeen. He did all right in Oakland. You know they were eight and eight in two thousand and eleven. Currently he's coaching the uh, the Grambling uh, starters, uh, University Grambling uh, Tigers, and he's one and five this year. So this man is a is a real loser. He's he was an offensive coordinator for. Uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, I, he went back yeah. there for in 2018, 2019. But uh, that is the worst record of all time, and uh, I, I lost count how many times they said, "May God have mercy on this team." Back in 2017. Yeah, and it, it's always somebody else's fault when it comes down to Hugh Jackson as well. He's always uh, he's passing the buck. You know, it's uh, a coach is only as good as his players. You know, no man is an island, and they can't wave the magic wand. No matter how, if a team is horrible, they can't wave, uh, wave the magic wand. You know, it's, uh, it's what it yeah. is. Well, yeah, I mean, if I coached the Browns, I'd suck too. Well, thank you, Alan. Appreciate you, man. I was great on being on the line with you, JR. No doubt. Thank you, Alan, for calling from Toronto. I, I know some – no, you can't. I guess that's impossible, right? Yeah, you can't, can't go over Lake Ontario. You can try, but you can't do that. I'm not trying. Sound like a death wish. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're talking about coaches. Coaches who have done a terrible job, had a job, probably lost the job. They were crap while they were doing it. Is Jeff Saturday going to be on this list? Probably. 855 2124 CBS. Ain't nobody done a worse job than Urban Meyer. Tell me about someone else who kind of got close. More of your calls when we come back. Trying to see what's going on with LeBron James. Injured again. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.